Greetings, 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 everyone. Today we are closing out Proverbs chapter 21 with two great verses, verse 30 and 31. And here's what they say. No wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. So today, Solomon shares with us this ironclad truth about God and who he is. And then he gives us an example, which we can receive application for or from uh, for our everyday life. So let's look at verse 30 first. It, uh, it tells us that we cannot outwit or strategize against God. We cannot manipulate him. We cannot trick him or hide our motives from him. Uh, no wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord, it says. Um, we cannot set a trap for God to find some workaround in his word that would keep us from, from facing just judgment. So the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees tried to trick Jesus many times in the New Testament. But they could not do it. Look, God's word is not like the hundreds of thousands of pages of, of legal codes and regulations, such as the IRS tax laws, okay? Where one might try to find a loophole so one might escape from the intent of the law. No, there are no loopholes against the Lord. And I, I like Psalms chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Let me just read that. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. And the truth is, when we search for peace and strive for satisfaction from the things of the world, um, when our confidence comes from our job, our money, our looks, our popularity, we're trusting in our own arsenal of weapons to survive in a broken world. Even in our governments, when our confidence comes from the sophisticated air power, high-yield destruction capabilities of our armed forces. Look, actually, all of our weapons for victory, uh, from government or individually, they're broken weapons. And the truth is that we're blessed not by fighting the system. Now, let me give some context to that. We are blessed not by overcoming the brokenness of a world that has been cursed by God because of sin. We could never scratch the surface to do that ourselves. I mean, how can we fight a system that God created and put in place? We cannot. And yes, it was God who broke the universe. But he did it because of mankind's sin. And he did it for his own glory. And he did it to show us our brokenness and our futility. And he did it so we might look to him in faith with repentance and joy and in the cure 
for the brokenness, which is Jesus Christ, the one promised after Adam and Eve sinned in Genesis chapter 3. So I think that Romans 8, 20 and 21 um, tells us how it was God who did this, but it's for his glory and for our good. It says this, um, for the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. And you can read more about that in Romans chapter 8. So, so we and ourselves, we cannot be triumphant in this broken world because we cannot avail against the Lord. All right, then we go to verse 31, and we basically touched on this. I mean, Solomon gives us an example for application in our life. It speaks of not trusting in worldly might in war, namely the horse. And Solomon gives us the reason why. He says, the victory belongs to the Lord. So that does not mean we should not be wise, but we should realize that even our wisdom, everything in war or in daily life, I mean, that wisdom comes from God. And, and so we need to give God the glory and realize that the victory is the Lord's. Solomon may have even read his father, King David's writings. And um, because in, in Psalms chapter 20, verse 7, David wrote, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. I want to close by reading just a few verses that relate to the text for today. Some verses I really love out of Isaiah. First, Isaiah 31, beginning with verse 1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses, who trust in chariots because they are many, and in horsemen because they are very strong. But do not look to the Holy One of Israel or consult the Lord. In Isaiah 41.10, Fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Verse 14. Fear not, you worm Jacob, you men of Israel. I am the one who helps you, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Father God, thank you today for these words of Solomon, Lord, how um, our own wisdom, our own strength, our own knowledge is uh, useless to fight against sin and the brokenness that comes from sin, Lord. Uh, help us not to strive, but to trust in you. And you are the conqueror. You're the one that brings us peace. The world does not. You have overcome the world. Your word says in 1 Corinthians 15, 55, even concerning death, um, which is the final battle with brokenness, it says this, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for this great gift. In his name we pray.
Amen.